It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Really excited to talk about the quarterback position in this episode because the 49ers have an absolute electric quarterback situation and everyone wants to talk about it. From Kyle Shanahan to Steve Young to Eric Mangini, the 49ers quarterbacks are definitely the talk of the NFL, especially as we get closer and closer to 49ers training camp. It's just around the corner and everything's going to play out on the field. But now we've kind of learned a little bit more. Of course, I think this was somewhat known if you were paying attention to what was being said. But, you know, Kyle Shanahan saying, hey, quarterback position is not set in stone. It wasn't a huge surprise for me. From the beginning, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have said Brock Purdy is a leader in the clubhouse. However, They've never said that Brock Purdy for sure would be starting. You just don't know for sure. You don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be 100% healthy. You don't know if he's going to come back in time to be able to prepare to get ready for week one. But you've got to leave it as a fluid situation. When it comes to Trey Lance, Trey Lance has all the ability in the world. The upside is through the roof. And the 49ers drafted him knowing exactly what they thought he could be a dual threat quarterback that could extend plays outside the pocket and then do damage down the field, which is something that coach Kyle Shanahan has been looking for since he came to San Francisco. The 49ers definitely pivoted in 2017 when Jimmy Garoppolo was available and they went that route. Jimmy helped the 49ers get to a bunch of NFC championship games and one time to the Super Bowl in 2019 where they lost to the Kansas city chiefs. So It wasn't like it was a failed attempt. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo played at a high level and helped the 49ers get a lot of big-time wins. But they were looking for something else when Jimmy couldn't stay healthy, and that answer was Trey Lance. So I never thought the 49ers were going to say, you know what, let's just move on from Trey Lance and go to Brock Purdy. You always felt like there was going to be a competition between the two to see who could get on the field. And why not? It makes the most sense. In fact, the 49ers didn't just leave it up to Brock Purdy versus Trey Lance, but then doubled down even more by adding Sam Darnold to the mix. Three 26 and under quarterbacks who have a lot of ability. When it comes to Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, the physical abilities through the roof, strong arms, big physical stature, able to make every single throw on the field. Uh, tremendous athletic ability, escape ability to get outside the pocket. When it comes to Brock, it's a little bit different. Brock just executes. He completes passes at 67%. He makes sure he gets the ball downfield. He makes the proper read. When he needs to escape the pocket, he does so. So when we start listening to some of the things that are being said about the quarterbacks, I think it gets a little bit interesting. Kyle Shanahan said, we have three guys who can play. There's only one spot, and we have a good team. I see it as a cool situation. Last year, we had some unknown. 
We believed in Trey, but he hadn't gone out there and done it yet. But we believed in him. We got to see him for a year and a half, what he could do. And he lost an opportunity, which happens in football. And we've had another guy come in very similar to Trey, but less reps and stuff. Brock Purdy got the opportunity. Now we are in this situation. So he's talking about, hey, you know, Trey Lance was going to get the opportunity. We like what Trey can do. We've seen what he could do in that year and a half time at which he was with the 49ers organization. But sometimes you have your opportunities somewhat dashed by injury. This can happen. You can see a young player who looks like they're going to be, you know, the next big thing. And next thing you know, they're injured and somebody else is taking that spot and never look back. Sometimes you just don't get right physically. There's lots of things. Now, I don't think it's going to be that Trey's not getting right physically. In fact, I think Trey has made a lot of improvements during the offseason working with Jeff Christensen. The question is, is he going to get the opportunity to play quarterback again? Kyle said, I get how everyone wants something set in stone, but it's not set in stone. I love the options. I love the experience that Brock got. I love that Trey got some too. I love the ability we have in the room. Besides those three, I love our team around them. Let's let it play out. And all I have to do is survive the press conferences, which is absolutely true. The press conferences are going to be so fun. They're going to be must-watch entertainment because they're going to be talking about these quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, uh, Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold. And you know they're going to be writing down exactly how many reps everyone has. Uh, who executes their completion percentage, how many times they let the ball hit the ground, how many drops there were. It will be a polarizing training camp from the quarterback position. Now, of course, we don't know when Brock Purdy is going to be entered into that conversation. So at first, the beginning of camp, it more than likely is going to be Trey Lance versus Sam Darnold and see who can execute at the highest level. How the first-team reps are distributed are going to be interesting between the two guys. I feel like Trey Lance has the upper hand for the fact he's been in this 49ers organization for two years, understands Kyle Shanahan's system. So he's going to have a heads-up, and he's going to be able to go in there and execute. And I'm really curious when I get out there at training camp to see what we're going to see from Trey Lance. Are we going to see a better motion, a more consistent uh, motion uh, with his base all the way up to his arm. And then how is that going to translate to his completions? Is he going to feel more in rhythm? Is he going to get the ball out on time? Is he going to rely more on anticipation and less on absolutely firing that football and taking somebody's hands off? I think that's one of the things I'm really curious to see is how much he's developed touch and learning how to make all the different throws from his time, his 40 plus days working with Jeff Christensen, who is also Patrick Mahomes' quarterback coach. So that is something that I definitely want to see, and I'm sure that's what Kyle Shanahan wants to see. And why wouldn't he want to see that? Why wouldn't he want to take the opportunity to look at these young guns and see what they got? You've got different styles of quarterback. You have different abilities between the three quarterbacks. But what you have, like he said, is three really good options let it go out there, let it happen organically, and let's see who ends up taking the nod and who ends up getting those reps that we need. And I think it's going to be a fun comparison. But when it comes to the 49ers quarterback position, everyone has you know a conversation about it. And Steve Young was talking about Brock Purdy 
And one of the things I found very interesting was he talked about him being such a unique human being. Uh, that was his first, you know, topics that we have. An incredible, unique human being. So he's going more to the person first before he ever went to the player. One thing I thought was interesting as well when he's talking to Matt Miyoko uh, from NBC Bay Area was he said, hey, he goes, I'm not going to put a limit on him. He, other people might, you know, other people might talk about, hey, his arm talent or, you know, his physical traits aren't as good as the other guys. But why would I limit him? Because there should be no limits. He's proven right now that he should not have those limits. He said that he thinks he can uh, really be a good quarterback and to let him cook, uh, which, you know, the famous quote we always heard, Russ, let Russ cook. And they're just saying, hey, let Brock Purdy go out there and do it. He talked about there being a force with the quarterback. He kind of attributed more to what they do with Star Wars, where Luke had the force, and he believes that Brock Purdy has that force. And that was something that Tony Romo uh, said as well. He could see that, you know, hey, the quarterback position, it's all about the little timing. It's about a tenth of a second. And he said a tenth of a second feels like a minute to me when I'm watching. These little tenths of a seconds are the difference and people either have special awareness. Some people call it instincts. I call it the ability to use leverage against the opposing player. And then obviously your ability to react and use spatial awareness within that. And he has that. I saw it right away. So we've got two veteran quarterbacks. Steve Young, who played for the 49ers, won a Super Bowl, uh, was MVP three times saying, hey, there's something special about Brock Purdy. There's something about the way that he uh, reads things, his natural instincts. He's calling it a force. And then you're seeing that being reinforced by Tony Romo, who's saying, hey, I saw that he's got a special awareness about him and that he saw it right away. And I think it is somewhat clear about the things that Brock Purdy did last season. And I think that's why everyone still excited about Brock. And I think that's why the 49ers, John Lynch and Kyle Shannon said, Hey, he's a leader in the clubhouse. Now it's not set in stone. He's going to be the starting quarterback. Of course. I mean, what if Trey comes out and absolutely smokes it in training camp, blows everybody away. He's still got the most elite traits of any of the, you know, quarterbacks as far as uh, talent wise. I mean, I think Sam Darnold's up there with them, but uh, I think that when it comes to it, those are the things that make Brock special are the awareness uh, that force, like Steve Young was talking about, him being a unique human being, which makes him a great leader on the field as well. You see the energy. You feel it. It just feels like he's always in control. He's going to make plays. Uh, and then he always has the opportunity to extend plays, and he does. So you have a situation where you have a guy that doesn't have the ideal arm strength, the ideal size, the ideal speed, but he has something else. That's something special, and I think that's what you're getting some of these veteran quarterbacks uh, talking about. But when it comes to Steve Young, he wasn't just talking about Brock Purdy, but he also had a lot to say about Trey Lance. And one thing I thought was interesting, he said, first of all, if I'm Trey, I'm not leaving because this is where I'm going to find out how good I can be. That I said the same thing to Jimmy Garoppolo, so try to stay here as long as you can and find ways onto the field, and force your way onto the field, make it your job. So he's saying, hey, go out there and compete. And 
Uh, I think that that's something that I found interesting is when he's saying, hey, find out how good uh, I can be is one of those things where well, I've heard Steve Young say these things about himself and Matt Mayoko picked up on it as well and said, hey, are you know, is this kind of close to what you were feeling? And, you know, Steve said it at first he didn't think, but actually it does relate to him as well is, you know, I heard Steve Young talk about, hey, you know, once Joe left and, and Bill was, you know, it's like, hey, kid, now you've learned all this from all these great players. Now go see how great you can be. And that's what he says here. Find out how good I can be as far as Trey Lance and force your way on the field. That was something Steve Young was trying to do. He said, hey, if you want to talk to someone who wants to play, come talk to me. I want to be that guy. So I think Steve Young can feel a little bit of Trey Lance, what he wants. And I think he can kind of see it in him. But then he also sees what Brock has. But I think that's why this thing is so interesting between uh, the two guys is because you see that everyone wants to see what Trey could potentially be. What is that potential? You know, could he ever reach it? If he does, he's an elite quarterback in this league. The arm strength, the ability to scramble, you know, the understanding of offense, that he could be over the top. And then you got a guy like Brock Purdy who just has that something. That something special. You just can't put your finger on it exactly, but he goes out there and he makes things happen. So it's a real interesting contrast in styles. You know, you got that guy that has all the physical ability, can make every single throw. And I don't want to say that Trey Lance is like Dan Marino. I, I don't want to put that out there that those guys are relatable. Uh, but I'm going to use this analogy is, is in the same way. I don't want to say Brock Purdy's Joe Montana, but you had that Super Bowl in 1984. And you had everyone talking about it's Marino's time. You know, Joe Montana's wimpy. Joe Montana doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't have the size. Dan Marino's got the arm strength. He's got the size. He's got the ability. And I think sometimes you get that contrast in styles, and it makes for very interesting conversation because both players can be successful in the NFL. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people have a hard time kind of coming to grips with is that, Brock Purdy can be very successful in the NFL. You don't have to have an elite arm, elite legs, or elite size. You can have an elite mind and an elite ability to understand where receivers are going to be. You can have that force, that something extra. So with Trey, it's about just putting it together. He has the elite ability already. With Brock, we're waiting to see if that elite ability was revealed during the season last year. Was that who Brock Purdy is? Is he that guy that can go out there and execute at a high level, complete, you know, 67% of his passes, and he can complete the ball all over the field, help George Kittle get over double-digit touchdowns? Is he that guy? And I think that's one of the things where if he doesn't get hurt at the end of the year, we may not be having the same conversation about Trey Lance's ability to come in there and have a chance to get on the field because Brock probably would have never lost the job. He would have had a full offseason to get prepared and come in. And I think we would be talking about it differently. But because he did get injured, now we're having a very unique conversation about overall talent because of size, arm strength, uh, and that sort of thing compared to intangibles instincts that force about you 
And we're having, you know, Steve Young talk about, you know, Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, but he talked about um, Sam Darnold as well, you know, and he said, hey, he's got all those things on the field, you know, the arm strength, the size, the speed. Sam Darnold actually is a better scrambler than Trey Lance is. He's rushed for more yards than Trey Lance per carry in his career. So I know Trey hasn't had a lot of opportunity and stats aren't always the best thing to go about when you're breaking these guys down. But I just want to give an idea of who Sam Darnold is within this 49ers room, because I think the conversation often pulls, you know, to Brock Purdy, which it should after the way he played and to Trey Lance, because the 49ers gave up so much for Trey Lance. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. But when it comes to Sam Darnold, I think a lot of people don't understand how high the 49ers are on him. In 2018, even though they had traded for Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of 2017, the 49ers did their due diligence on uh, Sam Darnold. Kyle Shanahan and Mike Shanahan both interacted with Sam Darnold and both were high on him. So I think that there's a lot... The 49ers, and especially Kyle Shanahan, like about Darnold and how he could potentially fit the 49ers system. With Darnold, it's all about execution. Can he take what's there? Is he going to force the football? Are the reads simplified enough for him to be able to execute? Those are the things that hamper Sam Darnold, not physical tools. The guy can probably throw the ball farther than any 49er quarterback. He has that kind of ability. He has that strength. Uh, to be able to break tackles, extend plays, and make throws, I think he's going to be rather exciting to watch during the preseason. I think we're going to get a lot of positive reports out of training camp. I know if I'm going to be there, so if there's positive reports to give, I will give them. I'm very excited about these three guys because I think it's a real competition that could actually make each of them better. So that's what Steve Young's saying. He's like, hey, look, we've got one guy. He's got the force. And Tony Romo's backing him up and say, yeah, we've got Trey Lance. Like, hey, man, you just got to go out there and push it. And don't let anyone stop you from getting on the field. Prove what you can be. And with Darnold, he's just like, hey, man, you got all the physical traits in the world. You just got to figure it out mentally. Another person that has been chiming in on this conversation is Eric Mangini. Eric Mangini, of course, former defensive coordinator for New England. He was a head coach for the New York Jets, and he was with the 49ers for a while, helping them with their offensive game planning uh, because he could look at it from a defensive perspective and then find the areas that the 49ers needed to uh, kind of fix because sometimes you can get where you get in a rut, you call the same things, and it gets easier for, you, for teams to figure you out depending on formation and uh, player personnel groupings, and they go in there and they figure those things out, and then they help you make sure that you don't fall into those traps and you make things different and you keep it uh, fresh every single week. So Mangini was good about that. And he had some comments that were interesting about Trey. He said, you know, with Trey, why not use his skill set? Now, he did say 
that he believed uh, that Trey was good enough to start over the other two quarterbacks if he played well, but then said, hey, if if he's not the starting quarterback, why not use his skill set? And this was what happened in 2021 when Trey Lance was drafted was there started to be conversations about the 49ers using Trey Lance within a drive, uh, just between plays. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to you know, come in for series, him and Jimmy Garoppolo are going to take opportunities, we're going to work him in and get him some work because he's a rookie. But it was more so, hey, we're going to use a two-quarterback system. Jimmy's going to play most of the plays, but when we need something that comes out of the Trey Lance package, we're going to use that. And I think that's always an avenue in which the 49ers could use Trey Lance because Kyle Shanahan likes to use the skill sets of his players to the best of his ability because that enhances their ability to help his team. So he looks at the skill set of the player and then says, hey, how can I put this guy in advantageous situations to be successful, to make big plays, to help this football team? And I think when you look at Trey Lance, there's got to be some of that in there because the contrast from him and Brock Purdy is pretty significant. Brock Purdy, even though he converted on some quarterback sneaks last year, it's a lot easier to get a quarterback sneak when the quarterback is six foot five, 235 pounds. When that quarterback has the, the threat to run the football, to run a read option, to run an RPO, to throw the football, uh, there's so much. You move the pocket, he has the option to run, pass, there's lots of things you could do with Trey Lance, not to mention, like Mancini said, it also gives defenses something to think about. So if you have Trey Lance as part of your offensive package, then the defense has to prepare for that. That means spending time at practice where they could have been working on something else. They're working on preparing just to stop Trey Lance, especially if Trey Lance's package, and this is only if he was not the starter, if Trey Lance's package involves being in the red zone or short yardage, those are times the defense has to be really focused. Imagine coming into a game and you're prepared for Brock Purdy. And then all of a sudden Trey Lance comes in. The 49ers go three tight ends. They put Kyle Juszczyk ahead of him. They motion Christian McCaffrey out and then run you over with Trey Lance on a little outside play right off tackle. Uh, the next time they do a little jump pass and Cameron Latu acts like he's going to block and he gets to the back of the end zone and scores the touchdown. Or they get Christian McCaffrey one-on-one -on, -one on the outside and Trey Lance is able to, you know, able to throw the football. There's so many options the 49ers can run when they use a player's skill set. And having Trey Lance's size plus speed ability at the quarterback gives you options. Now, I know lots of people are definitely down on the 49ers running Trey Lance. And I think that running design runs uh, is what Kyle thought was the best way to use Trey Lance's skill set in 2022 because he didn't feel he was comfortable yet making all the throws, all the rhythm throws, playing within the pocket. So getting those situations where you can use that skill set puts pressure on the defense. If they're trying to stop Trey Lance from running the football, they're probably coming up into the box with either a safety or at least making those linebackers commit to Trey Lance running. When that happens, you can run RPO. That gives you a void in the defense behind the linebackers in front of the safeties. So he was trying to simplify the reads and what Trey Lance was going to have to experience by using his skill set to his advantage.
And I think that's what Kyle always does. So I think that Eric Mangini's onto something. Now, Kyle Shanahan said in 2021 that he went away from using, you know, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, in the middle of the series because it messed up his play calling. That could definitely be the case. Uh, when you're a play caller, it can throw you off rhythm. If a defense is, defense completely changes uh, by your personnel grouping, you have to get used to it. But I know Kyle Shanahan's one of the best play callers in the entire league, if not the best. And I'm sure Andy Reid's up there, if not you know number one, number two. These guys can figure out ways, if you have a certain personnel grouping coming out, to manipulate it to your advantage. So I wonder how much of that was Kyle Shanahan saying, hey, this was kind of throwing me off. Or how much was it that Trey had injured his finger? If it was that Trey injured his finger and Kyle Shanahan was trying to help him not have to go out there and take a physical beating by running the football, then that is understandable. So I think that Eric Mangini's thought process of using Trey Lance, I think, is a good one. Because 49ers use every single one of their players to the best of their ability. Whether that's Debo playing in the backfield and catching the ball, McCaffrey, same way. Kyle Juszczyk being you know, all over the place. George Kittle gets jet sweeps sometimes or tight end screens. Just using their skill sets is the way the 49ers like to approach, you know, any position. So why have a player like Trey Lance just sitting on the sidelines, not being used when he has a different skill set than Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy comes out every once in a while on third and short, fourth and short, and Trey Lance comes in. That's great. It doesn't mean it always has to be a run. But now with the threat of the run, hey, maybe they sneak a safety in and then you take a shot down the field to Brandon Ayuk or Danny Gray. You know, maybe they bring a safety in and then you're able to get a quick screen out to Debo Samuel and now he has more space to be able to make a play in the open field. Those are the types of manipulations you can do. You just have to prove that you can run it. And we haven't got to see an offense uh, or even an offensive package that involves Trey Lance on the field with Christian McCaffrey. But the way the 49ers run the football, if you have to keep a defensive end home to stop Trey Lance from being able to get to the outside on a read option play, uh, that's going to create a extra running lane for Christian McCaffrey. So now when that guy doesn't squeeze it down, it leaves a void that he can cut up and get vertical with. So if you're going to go down the line and make sure you stop it at the point of attack. You're going to give McCaffrey the ability to make that cutback. And it helps if Trey Lance is either keeping that defensive end here home, or if he's keeping the linebacker home, either way, it helps. And if neither one of them stay home, he can just pull and run and get positive yardage, get down when he's about to get hit and keep himself safe. I think that's another thing Trey Lance will continue to get better at. But those types of things just really help his skill set. So it's an electric quarterback situation because we have a quarterback, according to Steve Young at Tony Romo, that absolutely has a force. There's something special about Brock Purdy, the way he's able to read and understand and anticipate. And then you've got Eric Mangini and, and Steve Young talking about Trey Lance finding ways to get on the field and Kyle Shanahan using his skill set. And then Steve Young saying, hey, Sam Darnold's got that ability. Everything's there, all the physical tools. It's one of the most interesting uh, quarterback rooms every single year. I think it's been like this uh, for a few years now. There was even conversations coming out of 2018 
you know, about other quarterbacks besides Jimmy Garoppolo. People will talk about C.J. Beathard. Uh, it, it's just been one of the most interesting things that people always want to bring quarterbacks into the 49ers room. But since Trey Lance has been drafted in 2021, this quarterback situation went to another level. It has been polarizing because the 49ers are looking for that quarterback of the future. And the quarterback room in San Francisco has been one of the greatest of all time. Quarterbacks, Joe Montana, Steve Young, uh, set the tone for greatness at the quarterback position. And I think that 49er fans are looking for that next great one. We've seen greatness out of Brock Purdy. Is that something he can continue to bring the 49ers organization in 2023? We don't know. Is Trey Lance going to be able to transition what he's learned from Jeff Christensen into live situations where now the bullets are flying and he's got to make those quick reads with somebody about to hit him? If he can, that's awesome. That means he's developed and he's growing leaps and bounds. So quarterback position is going to be on display at training camp. Trey Lance is for sure going to be taking snaps. Sam Darnold's for sure going to be taking training, uh, training camp snaps. When will Brock Purdy enter the conversation? If he enters it earlier than the end of August, he has the opportunity to be ready week one. If he doesn't, it's going to be a battle between Trey Lance and, and Sam Darnold to see who is going to start week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there's still a lot to figure out. Kyle Shanahan's excited about this quarterback room. I'm excited about the quarterback room as well because I think it's more talented from top to bottom than last year. Even though we had Jimmy Garoppolo, we had a younger Trey Lance. We had a younger Brock Purdy. Both are a year further along. Both have the mental strength to get over injuries. Uh, both have gotten deeper into the playbook. I think the quarterback situation has gotten better in San Francisco, and I think it's going to prove to be absolutely electric on the field during training camp and during the preseason, and hopefully that translates to great quarterback play during the regular season for the San Francisco 49ers. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to this episode. I, I really appreciate it. 49ers cut back on Believe. Uh, thanks so much for everything that you guys do, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.